Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast today. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and we are so excited to be coming to you with a guest interview, and I am, uh, this is going to be a really fun one, a really, really fun one. This guy is close to home for me. Uh, he's not too far down the road, about 45 minutes away. So we just had a, Tristan Parsons was on uh, last week, I think, and he is close to me as well. So I, I'm kind of liking getting these guys that are close. They're not really in my service area, quote unquote, service area, I guess. So we're not really competition, so we can get. We're not close enough. We're out here outbidding each other, so we can get some good, <laughs> some good business insight on these guys around us. Uh, and and it's none other than uh, Angel Ramirez, right? That's right. Is that right? With Ramy's Landscaping, and we are so excited for what's going to come down the pipe tonight. It's going to be a really fun interview. Uh, whatever time of the day you're listening, just strap, put on your seatbelt, and, and just hold on because it's going to be a really fun one. I feel like it's going to be action packed. I've been following y'all's Instagram for a while, and uh, if it's anything like your, if you just interviews anything like your Instagram stories, it's going to be action packed, and there's going to be a lot of value in it. So uh, I'm excited to see where we go. But Angel, just get us, man. Just tell us a little about yourself and, and the company and how y'all. Uh, kind of got started and kind of catch us up to where we are today. Hey, man. I, I thank you. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on here. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we uh, action pack. Yeah, I like I like that. I like the ton of that. Um, try to try to share as much as I can on my stories, of course, and on my uh, my posts. I love it. Uh, I love so- it. I, I, that's like what I look forward to at <laughs> night. I, when I see Ramies, I see everybody awesome. rolling in and seeing all the skags yeah. and stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Dude, it is it is fun. That's a, that's the best part about um, our business. We like to have fun while we're at it, uh, and I try to capture every moment in uh, in, in every minute that I can. Uh, I ride more with my landscaping crew uh, because they're more detailed and very um, uh, very detailed all around. So I have to be there to show them uh, my crew the property and see exactly what's going to be what and show them the plans and show them the designs as well. And that's the key to, you know, having a beautiful canvas, a beautiful painted canvas at the end of the day. Yeah. Or a picture. Um, But yeah, that's uh, uh, basically so, uh, you know, the way we started out is is very interesting because I always told myself, uh, you know, I always wanted to start a business. I always wanted to start a business. So it all started with, you know, me teaching. I went into teaching, uh, was teaching for 12 years, um, pursued my career, um, went to Sneed State Community College. From there, I graduated from Athens State Community, uh, actually Athens University uh, with the four-year degree in elementary education. So, uh, you know, went into it full throttle, loved my job, loved educating, loved what I did. Um, but as you guys always hear, and I'm sure you heard from a lot of your teachers going through high school and whatnot, that teaching is just financially, it's not the best option. Yeah. And uh, they don't get paid and, near enough. 
No, nah, man, it's, 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 it's brutal. It's brutal. So, um, you know, benefits are great. Don't get me wrong. Benefits are great. Vacation, off time with the family, uh, going on vacation is great. But how can you afford all that if, you know, you're not making the money that you need in order to do that kind of stuff? So yep. um, I had to start a, I had to start something on the side, um, which was which led me to lawn care. Uh, first, I started out. Uh, first, I needed to know the business. So that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn first. I can't just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to go mow some yards. No, it, it, it all, you know, you have to kind of have an idea on what you want to do. So went out uh, and uh, it found found a job at one of the um, at one of the companies down the road. So started working for them, worked for them for the whole summer as I was a teacher, of course. And all the crew leaders gave me a hard time. They would be like, Mr. Ramirez, Mr. Ramirez, you know, just just uh just bugging at me yeah right? but um because they knew they knew they were like you're here just see you're just here for the summer i'm like yeah and i would tell them hey i'm a teacher full-time but i want to learn this business to eventually you know uh, start on my own uh so i did that for two summers i wanted to learn more about it then i had to learn obviously the the business side of it as well how to charge you know what all comes involved with it at what level do i want to be at when i when i eventually step out of the teaching uh side of it so uh after that i was able to uh get some momentum get a lot of you know get get some yards because it all starts out with yards of course um so i started moving some properties uh, and then from there, I, event- I got into the landscaping side of it, trimming, doing small installs. Um, that was back in 2017. So I did that solo for about two years. Uh, got into 2019 season and uh, wanted to get my feet wet. So uh, I wanted to get more into installations, irrigation, lighting, and all that good stuff, sod. Um, so I worked for this one company down the road and uh, that summer, and I learned a lot. Uh, learned a lot there. And then I said, you know what, I'm gonna start offering these services. I'm just going to offer it to my, my clients that I have now. Started offering and started getting, you know, some, some momentum there. And then 2020 hits and boom, that's where it clicked. Uh, I had to do something because we were getting phone calls out the wall. I couldn't do it all on my, on my, on my own. So I had to hire my first guy, hired my first guy from my first guy. It went into three, five, six, seven, and 2020 was just a great year overall. Uh, we couldn't, I just couldn't uh, stay in the classroom. So I had to make up my mind. 2021 came around, uh, which was the school year, 2021. Talked to my administrator and said, hey, look, 2020 was a great year for us in our business. And she knew it too. She was like, yeah, I, I see your stuff. I see your story. I follow you on Facebook and Instagram. So she was like, I see it coming. I, I've seen it coming. So we actually had a contract with the school that I worked for where we did the maintenance on the landscaping part. And she was like, y'all do a great job. So I'm not surprised that, you know, you have to step out of, out of the classroom. And, you know, I, I told her, I put in my notice and here we are today, man. It's just been a, a, a fun ride. Made a lot of teacher friends throughout the years teaching, of course. Uh, a lot of my clientele started out as teachers as well. So that was a, a, a big plus for me uh, to be able to maintain their their yards. Um, so we had to eventually hire more guys. So we're right now at uh, 11 employees um, this year. Uh, alone has been a really good start of the year. Last year was uh, 2021 was probably the best year that we had. 
Um, and we met our, we met our, our goal. Um, we were shy under 20, 25,000, uh, from meeting our goals. So that was a, um, a really big deal for us. And that really told me, Hey, you know, I'm so glad that I stepped out of the classroom because now I can really focus on my business. Cause we have two businesses, not just the landscaping, but we have another business as well. So doing that, I was able to focus on not just the landscaping, but on the other business as well. What is so? The, oh yeah, continue. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, so so by doing that, you know, I'm able to focus more time. Uh, my wife also stepped out of the classroom. She was a pre-K teacher, and I taught I taught fourth grade. So us both of us stepping out of the classroom, we now realize we're like, oh my goodness, why have we not done this? We should have done this a long time ago. But you know, it is what it is. We learned, and so we started. Um, you know, the thought of, hey, we need to step out of the classroom. And we took the, uh, you know, we took that, that, that leap of faith. And uh, here we are today. Um, both of our businesses are doing really well. Um, and, you know, we want to continue that and, uh, you know, and, and maybe hopefully inspire someone you know, that's listening to this podcast right now that, you know, full-time, a full-time job is great and all, but, you know, uh, I really saw the potential when you really see the potential and you believe in your product and something that you offer to as a service to others, you know, you really need to really look into that. If you're really thinking about stepping out of, you know, the nine to five um, is, is, is really a big decision, but at the same time, just imagine what you can do, you know, being full-time into your own business, your own product and really believe in what you can do. You go far, man. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, what I say? I said action-packed. That's what I said at the beginning. And there you go. <laughs> That's the most action-packed last three to four years, it sounds like. You've, you've been you've been a little busy. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, man, yeah. that's a that's, lot of crazy cool stuff. I want to kind of dive in deeper to some of it, if you if you don't yeah. mind, and kind of break down mm-hmm. and, and kind of uh, just get into the nitty-gritty here, because that's what... So the, on the podcast here, we like discussing uh, entrepreneurship and people that are young in business. And so yeah. it sounds like you've kind of you've scaled your company to a bigger company now, uh, but you're not really that business mature, I guess you could say. Like you, you probably finance like you're smart in, in business, but you've been doing it what four to five years now. Uh, mm-hmm. How long have you been actually? Been, did you say it's 2017? Well, 2017 was my solo year. I started it up, and you know, had about ten yards starting yeah. out. I never thought about doing it full time. I really didn't. Yeah. But when 2020 hit is when it really is when it clicked. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. There's so much potential in this area. And so our business, we offer everything landscape from from the bottom up. We do the irrigation, grading, uh, sod installations, uh, lighting, uh, and also the planting. And we do designs as well. So uh, not a lot of businesses in our area offer that product or that those services in one package. So that's what really helped us to stand out. And uh, and that's where it really started. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that that right there proves my point. So you've really just finished out your second full-time year. 20, you did 2020 and then 2021. So you're heading into your third in 2022. This is our third. Yeah. This yeah. is our third year full time. Yeah. So you're in, like, you've only been in the bit, I mean, full time, you've only been in two years now. You're going into your third. Yeah. So you're still fresh. You're still learning uh, and growing, <laughs> I imagine, like everybody else is. And even though you're doing it at a bigger level, you're still going yeah. over business principles that other, that the solo guy out there who was you at one point with 10 yards, that you're not that far removed from that. 
so so I love getting guests like that on to kind of discuss some of these things because uh, I know that there's people out there listening that that are solo right now and they think, man, I would love to be in Rami's place in two years. Like and like that's a dream of mine. I, I would love to get there. But how do we do it? How do we do? What are, what are some building blocks to get there? So let's go back to. Uh, the very beginning, you go back to 2017, you said you went solo, you were just starting as a side hustle. We have a lot of people that listen to do that. We have firefighters, we have policemen yeah. that listen, and working as a side hustle, some teachers. So there you go. You said you got to, you had to know your business. You had to figure out what you were going to do. And, and by doing that, you said you went and worked with another company, kind of got your feet wet, figured out some estimating and things, and then you started that. Well, what I'm more intrigued in is in uh, your second, you said you worked for a company a second time learning the lighting and stuff. But you were yeah. already mowing, right? So how did you work with another company, but you were still mowing? Did you do your stuff so on the is, weekends or something? How did that work? Well, this this all came, this was during the summertime. So I was a teacher full time. And as you know, teachers get the summers yeah. off. Yep. Yeah. So I was working for this company and then doing uh, my stuff on the weekends. Okay. And, so you did uh, your stuff on the weekends. Yeah, it all worked out. Okay. And sometimes that company that I worked for will work on the weekends, but then I would tell them, hey, you know, I'm going to spend time with the family, which, yeah. you know, you had to come up with an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say I'm, you can't say I'm doing the same thing you're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. So that's, so that's really cool. So you hustled your butt off essentially. You worked on the weekends, you worked with them during the week to figure that out. Uh, do you think that was kind of crucial in your business was learning? So that's, one one thing that I am intrigued by by young entrepreneurs or young in business people that are young in business that have grown companies to your size who have multiple sources of revenue, at, at, for example, irrigation, sod installs, all the different things that go along with landscaping and lawn care, uh, lawn maintenance services. The thing that intrigues me is how do you how do you scale a company that if you don't personally know how to do it, it and if you do know how to do it, how did you learn to do it? So. In your case, do you think it was just a hundred percent like you worked with that company for that summer and you just learned so much through that summer working for that company that that's how you kind of started? And now, have you hired on people that know how to do the things that you're getting into, or do you know how to do them all and you're teaching everyone else? Yeah, um, as far as doing the services that we offer, um, you know, like I said, I had to go learn the stuff on my own, and I was a, I was, I had to teach my guys, you know. Because at that time we were we were a lot smaller, so I was able to teach. For example, like my crew leaders now, those were the guys that were that were not crew leaders at the time. Yeah, so I was teaching them uh, how to do certain things, how to tie in the elbows on the uh, you know on the PVC pipes, how to install certain rotors in certain areas, flower bed rotors, the ones in the yards, uh, the lighting part as well was very very important. Um, so I had to teach them every single one of them one by one. And that was, it was crucial because at the end of the day, the client's going to come back to you, not to the, not to the helpers, of course. That's right. I had to to make sure to teach them, you know, thoroughly the first time. Um, and they learned. So that's a good thing about my, my guys, they were able to learn and catch on very, very quickly. And so that's, what's helped us tremendously to grow our business. And my crew leaders now have been with me. One of them has been with me since day one, which was the my first hire. Wow, um, been with me for three seasons. This is his third season. The other two, the other three guys, because we have four crew leaders. The other three have been. This is their second season with me. So, um, it's it's been a great great journey. And again, you have to teach your guys. Sometimes uh, I know because there was one that wanted to come work for us, and he said, "Hey, you know, I learned on my own. Didn't have you know the." 
the one-on-one with my, with the boss or with the supervisor. And I see that you guys do that. And I'm like, because you can see, if you follow my story, you'll see what I'm talking about. Cause I, I like to run through everything on the projects that we're on, what we're doing first, why we're doing it this way, yada, yada, yada. And that's the same thing that I do with my guys, with my crew leaders. Um, so that's one thing that, you know, that helps us to, to, to grow, you know, is to invest in our guys. Um, and that's helped us tremendously. Absolutely. That's one thing that uh, Brittany Almond says is if you mm-hmm. if you fail to train because you think mm-hmm. they're going to leave, what about if they stay? Then you just don't mm-hmm. have trained employees. And like you're saying, you've had the same right. guys from day one. And if you didn't take the time to train them at the beginning, they would yeah. not be crew leaders nowadays. They would still be holding a weed eater and exactly and exactly. doing and doing this the basic tasks that they go along mm-hmm. with that. So let's kind of dive into that that area a little bit. Let's kind of take the take the conversation that way to employee retention if you've had guys for two three years now um that you've kept on what do you think some some points of emphasis are for guys that are that are growing a company and bringing on employees and i mean you've done this pretty quickly uh over two years now you're up to 11 employees but you sounds like you've kept them um i'm sure you've had some in and out influx of in and out people but you've kept your crew leaders you said from from day one some of them uh, so what do you think some things that you've done the right way? And then what are some things you think you've done the wrong way along this journey and, and some things that you think could help somebody else out there? I believe that, you know, the biggest thing in this, in this business and in this industry that we're in and the landscape and lawn care, whatever it is that you cover, um, tree industry, tree cutting, uh, the biggest thing is keeping them busy year round. Uh, I know that in the lawn care side, it's very limited. Uh, there's only so much you can do in the winter, the cold seasons. Uh, but then again, that was my key uh, to, you know, be able to keep them is to offer other services. And that was my goal. I wanted to offer other surface, uh, other surface services in order to keep my guys. So that way they would stay with me year round because we could do flagstone patios. Uh, we could do fire pits. We could do retaining walls during the cold season or mm-hmm. install, tree install, stuff like that um and sod installation so we were busy year round um and that right there is what really you know helped me to retain my guys because if i say hey guys you know what it's now december or november sorry now it's now november uh i'm gonna call you guys back when it's time to mow yards again Mm -hmm. they wouldn't like the tone to that obviously because they have they have families to feed they have you know they have a family of their own they have the bills and all that. So one of the biggest thing is to make sure you keep them, you know, you tell them, Hey, this is a full-time job from day one. So that's helped me out a lot too, is to, you know, like, like we talked about the training part, if you don't show importance and how well educated they are and what they're doing, then they're going to be like, you know what? He doesn't care. So I'm going to do whatever I want, yeah. however I think. So that right there really shows how important they are. Their role is, to my business. So I always make sure to stop by, see how things are going, or I would call in, Hey, how are things going over there? Do you need me? Do you need anything? They're always like, no, you know, you know what? Just bring us a six pack. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I tell them, you know what, if a client offers you a six pack, drink it, but at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get the job done first. Yeah. Get the job, get the job done first, but you can't, cause you just can't say no to a client or just ask for a water or whatever. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but that's really helped us out a lot and just carrying on a good, you know, relationship with them. Uh, I'm not saying 
to make them your best friends and to carry them everywhere you go on the weekends or on vacation. What I'm saying is like, just treat them like a, like a good employee, you know, like make like them you feel wanted. Yeah. Make them feel important. Make yeah. them feel like they're a part of the team. And that's the biggest thing, you know, every morning and uh, every morning that we meet up, because we meet up at the shop and I give them what, what to do, tell them what they're going to, where they're going to go, what, what, you know, their list and all that good stuff. You know, first thing we do is we handshakes. So we, we always shake hands in the mornings and then we shake hands before we leave uh, to go home. So that's that right there goes a long way, you know, to make them feel like they're welcome uh, that, you know, always give them a thanks. Hey, thank you for doing a good job. I just want to let you know, so-and-so gave you this because sometimes our, our, our customers will give them a, a bonus or a tip on a, on a check and I'll just turn around and give that tip to them. Stuff like that goes a long way. Um, another thing is benefits. You know, we don't offer health insurance yet. Uh, hopefully we will very soon. Um, but that's another thing is benefits, you know, uh, uh, paid vacation, paid date on, on days off, Christmas. Uh, we get them Christmas bonuses and that's a biggie too. And we started that in 2021 and we saw that it was really, really good because I told him, I said, look, on Christmas, you're going to be off for two weeks and you're going to have paid, paid, paid time off. So uh, if you stay with me to the end of the year, then you'll obviously get that. So that right there really helped them out a lot, too, because yeah. there were some it built trust. Where, yeah, absolutely. It built it built that trust in us. And so uh, uh, throughout the season, you know, we had some bumps in the road. Uh, we had we had really hard time finding parts machinery, uh, mowers, everything was on back order in 2021. And so we had that really hard time finding things. And I told them, I said, look, I'm just going to have to hang, hang in there and just do what you can until we get our machinery. Um, so we were finally able to get our machines uh, up and going, or we got them in, um, new mowers, you know, our, our, our skid steer, we finally got it after months and months of searching. Um, Things like that really see, you know, they, they see, hey, he's investing, making their jobs not easier, but, you know, more efficient, being able, more efficient. So mm -hmm. that right there really said a lot. Buying them, for example, uh, we did. We're in the process right now. We just bought a new truck. So we're going to be selling one I'm of jealous. You beat me to it. <laughs> I saw that same truck. I messaged the dude. I was like, I want it. And then I saw you bought it. I was like, okay. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. When I saw your message, I was like, oh, no, no way. He, <laughs> he really, he really did see it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we, we purchased that truck there for one of our, our project, our project crew. So that's going to be awesome. I saw that. I saw that. Does that winch work on it? On yeah, it does. It does it work. Does. That, that right there was a was a was a was a was really sold it to me. Yeah, um, really good deal, man. I was oh, like, it was an insane I, deal. I was like, this is not real life. Like, you can't yeah. find a truck like that nowadays from no, the price he tag he had on it. He can, and the way he 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 had it, it was so clean. It was the cleanest truck work truck I've ever seen. So I was like, yeah, he took he took really good care of it. it yeah. He was a. He did concrete finish. He did a concrete finishing. So he was really um, at the at the time or he was I want to say this year, he said he was retiring from it. So uh, he was like, I hadn't touched the truck or I haven't driven it in, in so long. And it was true because I saw the tag on it that said uh, he, he had the oil change. He only driven it for like a thousand miles. And that's that, insane. Yeah. You struck yeah. a check for that one real fast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, little things like that, you know, yeah. the, the guys that we're investing and we're growing and, and, you know, we've been blessed. I'll say that we've been very, very blessed. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, our, at the same time, our CD is growing and that's, 
you know, it's perfect timing for us to step out of the classroom. The wife takes care of all the payroll. She takes care of all that now, uh, you know, uh, making the guys checks and, and, and invoicing. And that's taking a burden off of me. So uh, that, that was a big deal when she stepped into the office as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, let's talk about this real quick. And if you don't mind, I, I don't know. I'm all about really giving advice and, and the good, the yeah, bad, sure. and the ugly. So yeah, absolutely. So those are the good things you think you've done with employees. If you don't mind, share maybe one or two or, or just whatever you feel like talking about. What do you think some of the downfalls that you did that you've learned from over the past two years of like things you wish you would have done better um, when it comes to hiring or retention or company culture or anything like that that you think you could give some advice to the person out there who's looking to hire their employees? Yeah. Uh, one of the things are, you know, you want to see how um, the work ethics, obviously, is very important in each employee. Uh, every time I, I do an interview with one of my guys, I want, to, I want them to tell me and, hey, I want them to feel comfortable with me, obviously, and tell me everything that they know about, what they know how to do. And I always tell them at the, at the beginning, I'm like, look, our crew leader is going to train you this and this and just make sure that, you know, I don't say it, but I say, hey, whatever he tells you, that's what goes. And that helps. That helps a lot because sometimes, you know, you'll may get a guy that comes in and they don't know who the crew leader is, or you want to make sure that the crew leader is a, is a very, very big, you know, role plays a big role when it comes to what crew they're going to, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he's the leader. You do what he says. If not, you ask me, you know, stuff, that kind of, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you want to make sure that, that you're not, mean or kind of nice about it. Yeah, but you got to set the tone. Yeah. Yeah, you got to set the tone at the beginning. And then after that, because I learned this in the classroom. Okay, here's an example. Um, The the first day of school, obviously, you have to be firm with your students. Okay. First day of school, you always have to be firm. Go over the rules. Go over the classroom rules. How to stand in line. uh, the, The classroom rules in the hallway, in the classroom, in the gym, in P or, or wherever it is that they're, you know, in the lunchroom, whatever. Uh, you have to set that tone first. And see that background there kind of plays a big role in hiring as well. Mm. Uh, and so you get loose, you loosen up throughout the year, of course. I'm sure you remember, you know, being in school, the first day were so intimidating. And oh, then yeah. After- after the first two weeks, you know, you just notice the teacher starting to, you know, crack some jokes here and there. And so it's, that's the same thing with business. You know, you, you have to be firm with them and say, hey, you know, when we're out on the job, we mean business. But when we're here at the shop cutting up, then, you know, we can all cut up and have fun at the same time. And that right there is because if you want to if you. I'm not going to say any names, but I know there 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 was a um, a, bus, a business down the road from me, and he would always say, "Man, I'm having the hardest time. I'm having the hardest time. What are you talking about? Retaining my employees? I'm like, what do you mean? And uh, he's like, they don't stay with me. I'm like, well, what's what's going on? He's like, I, I just don't know. And I would notice that on his story, he was always like, you know, hanging out with them, cutting up with them. I'm like, look, man, I think you just need to be firm and, you know, set that tone first and don't become buddy buddies right off the bat because that yeah. right there, in, in, in a sense, depending on what type of business you want to run, could be a red flag. Um, let them know who's boss, you know, yeah. at the beginning. And I hate to say it that way, but it's true. But they'll respect you and treat you. They'll realize their paycheck comes from you at the end of the day. And it's yeah, you have yeah. to set that authoritative role. 
Uh, we're not there to have fun. We're there to get the job done. And in the midst, the midst of it, you know, we can crack a joke here and there, but at the end, and you want to enjoy what you're doing, but at the same time, you got to get the work done. Exactly. Exactly. And that right there has helped us a lot. And, you know, uh, our crew leaders, they know, um, they know who, who can take a joke and who can't, of course, there's always that one guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) right. hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, man, that's good stuff. That is, um, that's, that's awesome stuff. I, I, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value just out of that first, that's just that first little part that we've talked about so far and, uh, employee retention and, and just coming to some, some company culture and the, the way you've grown over the, uh, the past couple of years. I'm, I'm excited to see where you're going here. So, uh, got a few more points I want to talk about tonight. I don't want to hold you too long. I want to be respectful of your time, but, uh, if you she would hang on, stay tight with me. Just, just a few more minutes here, guys, let's take a break and hear today's, uh, show sponsors and then we'll hop right on back into today's show. Hey there, fellow lawn and landscape business owner. Do you work hard all year for your freedom but still feel as if your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. All right, guys, we're back. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, and thank you to today's show sponsors for helping us uh, put the show on and continue to coming out to you guys uh, twice a week. And thank you to everyone who is faithful listeners of the show. So today we have, uh, as we're going to continue the interview with uh, Andrew Ramirez from Ramy's Landscaping, and he is not too far down the road from me. If you listen to the first part of the interview here, uh, you've gotten a real, real treat out of it, and I'm sure you're going to get just as much, if not more, out of the second half that we have coming up mm-hmm. here. So. A few things that I want to go into here, uh, Angel. I want to hear a little bit more about your wife's involvement in the business and kind of how y'all decided to make that jump where she went uh, solely into the business because that's a that's a big step. I mean, it, it's it's a big step for one of you to, to leave your full-time job, your benefits, everything goes along with that to start an entrepreneurial career, but it's a really big step for your both of you to leave and both of you to go full-time in the business and uh, even your second business you said I want to get into that a little bit too um, and, and take those f- full-time so uh, what, what was kind of going through y'all's heads what was the processes what were some things you needed to see to get your wife out of the the teacher out of the classroom role and then kind of into the business full-time yeah man uh, it, you know it wasn't it wasn't it's obviously not easy it wasn't easy to, to, to make that decision it was hard because uh, one, we enjoyed what we did. You know, we enjoyed teaching. We enjoyed we enjoyed spending time with our kid, the kids. Um, you know, and just seeing what you're able to, how you're able to impact the life, and that right there really meant a lot to me. Uh, that's why I was in it for 12 years. Um, but then I also saw, hey, I need to take care of my future. I need to take care of my family. I need to take care of you know what's the most important part. Yeah. And so that right there is what really set in both of our minds. Um, you know, we had both businesses, the landscaping part, the landscaping business was just taking off. It was booming. And the wife saw that the real estate part, we do real estate as well was taken off as well. There are a lot of opportunities, so many opportunities in our area, especially with a growing city. 
So the only way to take it on, we said, hey, you know what? We have to step out of the classroom. There's just no way we can handle any of this on our own. She saw me being up at night, you know, past 12 o'clock at night sometimes, two o'clock in the mornings, invoicing clients um, or doing or writing out checks, all that crazy stuff that comes along with the business. So she, I was like, look, I know that it's scary, and I know that it's a huge, huge leap, but not only me, but I think you as well, we both need to step out of the classroom. And, you know, I can't, I can't thank her enough because she was on board with it right away. She was like, you know what? I think it's time to. So that's the biggest thing is, is, is having that, having that partner, having that, you know, that spouse that is willing to take the risk, willing to go in 100% with, with, you know, with the other. And that's what life is all about, of course, and marriage is all about. Um, and that meant a lot. And ever since our, our business has, has changed and for the, for the best, uh, she's taken on a big role and it's a big responsibility and I can't thank her enough for it. You know, I tell her all the time, I'm like, I don't know what I would do without you yeah. because it's true, you know, it's, 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 it's a job. That's a second job because invoicing and, and, and doing the payroll and keeping up with tax taxes is, is it can be a pain in the butt. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so thankful, you know, there are, uh, you know, uh, sources out there that you can use. We use Jobber and we use QuickBooks. That's another huge thing that we've, you know, that we've acquired. We started with in 2020 and we've seen a huge change in our business. And that's, that's another, that's another you know, another thing. Yeah, it's a whole other discussion. <laughs> not, not a paid advertising. Though, yeah, but, but, uh, but it is. Hey, it could potentially be for you, right? But, but it's, it's, it's definitely a. Um, if you haven't looked into any of that, I highly recommend that you do for those that are, you know, that are growing their business right now. I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you have employees. It, it's, it's not a recommendation. It's a must-have. It's a must-have. It is a must-have. I mean, it's. You it's, know, I, I, I tell my wife, I'm like, look, if I know someone that's starting up a business and we have like a, uh, and if we were to gift them with something, the first thing that I would gift them with is uh, uh, a CRM. gift card to QuickBooks yep. <laughs> and Jobber because those two there has helped us out so much. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a it's a foundation principle in your business. You don't build up a successful business without some type of CRM and without some type of accounting tell, software to keep up with. I'm telling you, yeah, because I was old, I'm old school and I keep it pen and paper and, and, and it worked for a certain level. But then when we started getting into more like commercial and it, and we acquired more contracts on maintenance, man, it's just we, we needed it. So, yeah. That's a biggie there. That's that's a that's that's a tip there that I would definitely you know highly recommend, and it's a must. So, but, did you, um, what when did your life wait your life? When did your wife leave the classroom? Same time as you? Did y'all do it the same time, or did she wait yeah. a year? Okay, same wow. So time. y'all both went full time at the same time. Yeah, same time. Twenty twenty one. I want to say in uh, March of twenty twenty one, I resigned. I gave my I I put in my resignation resignation to my. Uh, my administrator and she did in June because we knew a hundred percent that I was going to step out. Yeah. But then she started seeing me, you know, up at night, late at night. And she was like, look, you're, you're, and I told her, I'm either going to have to hire a secretary full time or you're going to have to jump on board. Yeah. And so it only made sense. You know, I said, you know what, why not you? Yeah. So yeah. She takes care of also the other business that we have and so that is a biggie as well. Yeah. Um, and we're in the process 
hopefully very, very soon in the next month, we're going to, we're going to talk about our, or we're going to reveal what the other business that we're starting as well. Okay. Well, you answer my next question. Cause that's what I was about <laughs> to say. Like, what is it? You keep teasing it, but you won't say it, but that, that makes sense. So everybody you stay know, tuned for that. <laughs> for us is, 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 is huge because it's something that I've always wanted to do. I, I have a huge passion for real estate. And, uh, and so this, in a sense, is almost the same thing. So, but yeah. anyways, that's, that's for another. Day. That's exciting, man. That's exciting. I'm excited to see how where that takes you. Um, let's talk about real quick for the for the the marriage point of view. This is not something that too many people can talk about. And I, when I find somebody that can have that can uh, give some advice on, I really want to discuss it with them because I even I even want to hear the advice personally and for for me and my marriage in the future. Um, it sounds like you're t- perfect together in the trades candidates. I mean, you need to come and, and see how I, I just, I think y'all would be perfect, but we'll talk about that later on at a later date. Uh, marriage, running a business together and being married. Th- that's where I'm going with this is how has it affected your marriage? And you, I'm sure positive negatives is probably good, good and bad. Both come with it. Um, but positively how has it affected you and how have y'all continued to do it and and run the business efficiently effectively but also maintain and sustain a healthy marriage along with being parents like you're not just you're not just a married couple running a business you have kids as well so like you have the business owner role the secretary role a marriage devotion to each other and then parenting kids so like how Mm -hmm. is that something i mean that's a lot of stuff to tackle all just the two of you there. So how have y'all done that successfully? What are some, what's some advice you could give on running a bit? I mean, cause like for me, in my case, my wife isn't involved in my business, everyday business. In your case, your wife is. So like y'all are, y'all are literally in the business together. Everything that goes on, she, y'all see both ends of it. So like, how do y'all differentiate marriage from business and stuff like that? Well, here's the thing. We, uh, we've been married. Uh, well, we've been married for eight years, been together for 10. So we know each other really well. We know how to balance each other out. She knows when I need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, because we do have our days. We do. Don't get me wrong. You know, biz- running a business it's is not perfect. Not it's not sunshine and rainbows. It is. It is not. It is not. And uh, we all have our days. She has her moments. I have my moments. But the good thing about, you know, we've been married for so long, not not a long time, but we've been married uh, for long enough to be able to know each other really well and to be able to, you know, hey, you think you need to calm down and or I think you need to just chill for a minute, you know, uh, or go and, uh, you know, just we know how to balance each other out. And that's the biggest Uh, balance in the marriage is very important. I'll say that. Um, and that's one of the main things, you know, you talked about, you know, how do you do, how do you run a business and how do you run a, How do you also spend time with the family, which is the main reason why I resigned from my teaching position, you know, cause I, I told the wife, I said, look, I can't, I can't do this because it was starting to catch up to me. Uh, you know, running a business and teaching full time was becoming a, a real problem. I wasn't seeing my kids as long as much as I wanted to. I wasn't be I wasn't at home at the times that I wanted to be, and that really put a, played a burden on me. Um, and so I had to give something up. And obviously, I gave up the teaching position. And now it's been it's been a lot better. I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's been a lot better. Yeah. Uh, and as far as you know, marriage, you have to find that time together. Uh, you see, the thing with us, uh, my wife can tell you she. 
is uh, you, you obviously know that they are the one that's why you marry them and she is always able to you know to know how I'm feeling to know hey he's he's under a lot of stress he's under a lot of this so you know uh she always finds a way I don't know how she works her miracle but she always finds a way to make me feel better yeah <laughs> We could be on the road together because what we do, uh, we're on the road together. When we go to give estimates, you know, she's doing payroll, she's doing invoicing, whatever it is she's doing. Uh, she's working on the computer and she is, we balance each other out really well. Um, so she's either at the office or I'm on the road or we are either together uh, on the real estate side. So that's the other thing too. We, we stay, we're together most throughout the, throughout the week when it comes to real estate, uh, we go look at properties, potential properties that we can buy, uh, all that good stuff. So, you know, we have, she, she takes care of that side and I take care of the landscaping. And so, you know, yeah, we butt heads sometimes. Don't get me wrong. We do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we always say, we always apologize to each other and you know what comes after that. And, uh, and so that's, uh, <laughs> that always makes you feel better. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's a pain in the ass. It's not. It's fun. I love working with my wife. She is. Uh, she, she takes care of the business as much as I do. She's as part of the business as much as I am. She owns. The, she owns the business as much as I do. Yeah. And uh, so the guys have come up with a nickname. Uh, not a nickname. It's uh, it's a boss lady in, in 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 English, but they call her La Patrona, and uh, or that's what they call her. And she does not like that. So I've gotten in the habit to call her La Patrona too. So I have to catch it. I'm not sure she'll throw something at me. So, but uh, but the guys they they love it. They love it. They they see um, us working together all the time. And so they, they either ask me a question, they'll ask her a question when it comes, you know, to payrolls or uh, whatever it is that they're asking. But it's 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 a fun ride, man. And we've enjoyed it. We've she's she's been working with us since um, since June. Yeah. So of last year, and it's been fun. And we're going to start a new business, and I look forward to it as well. And yeah, you just have to find that balance at first and know each other really well. Because uh, I, I would, I don't think I would advise, you know, as soon as you get married, going into a, a business together right away, because you have to learn that person first, obviously, and, you know, as, as, as your wife or as your husband. That's that's the way I look at it. I could be wrong. I don't know. But no, I agree. Working. And that's the most important thing. <laughs> like that's that's the most important. You need to get to know each other there before you head to a business level. <laughs> exactly. Um, because we do get that question a lot, you know, because when we were teaching together, or we actually taught together for about three years. Uh, and a lot of the teachers would ask us because we would eat lunch together, too. And a lot of the teacher would ask us, hey, how do you not get bored of each other? How are you not, you know, how are you always together? And we're just like, that's just how we get along. We, you know, as soon as we met each other, we knew we were the one for each other. So that's good is, stuff. Yeah, we've been we've been blessed, man. And I, I'm blessed. I, I'm a lucky guy for sure. That's good stuff, man. Well, <laughs> like I said, I want to be respectful of, your, respectful of your time tonight. I, I really appreciate you coming on. I have one more final thing that I want to discuss with you before we wrap this thing up. Um, so you had rapid growth. You you brought on employees. You've you 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 and your wife have both left full time careers, started this company, and are growing now. Um, marketing. 
have you marketed at all? How are you seeing your growth? Is it word of mouth? Is it quality of work? Like, I mean, every I'm sure all that has a factor into it, but like, what are you mm-hmm. doing to continue your growth? Getting, you say, commercial contracts and things like that. I know that's a big thing. Guys are always asking, how do I get commercial bids? How do I, how do I, how do I even know how to bid? How do I get those things in front of me? So what have y'all done to make yourself available to those situations? Man, I'll tell you what, be involved with your community. Uh, get involved with the community, be a part of the community, and just put your name out there. Um, honestly, we haven't done any advertising since 2020. Um, and, you know, I'm blessed to say that and very humble to say that. Uh, we haven't done any advertising since 2020. Uh, it's just been word of mouth. Word of mouth, getting yourself out there, being a part of the community, be a part of a Christmas parade, whatever. Uh, little things like that go a long way. And they, the, the, you know, your potential clients will see it uh, and do a good job. At every job site, do a good job. Uh, and just, I'll, I'll be honest, man, just be hungry. Just be hungry for success. Be hungry, whatever success looks like to you. Be hungry in that aspect. Um, biggest thing is you will always say, you'll always get a no. Okay. I get no's all the time. I meet up with my clients or I meet up with the potential client. I tell them, hey, here's how much it's going to be. Here's the design. And I go over through, I go through everything with them from, from step one to the end of the project. And sometimes they'll say no. And that's just, honestly, that's just a part of business. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll always try to tell you, hey, this so-and-so gate was going to do it cheaper. You know, just, just ignore all that. You know, don't just believe in your product. Uh, as far as marketing goes, for me, what, what's helped me a lot is the word of mouth and doing a good job with your, you know, for your client and always going on, even if you underbid it, you know, I remember back in 2020, we had projects where we underbid the job and I knew it, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what in the world was I thinking? But you know what? At the end of the day, always do a good quality job, especially if you're starting out, uh, because that'll say a lot, you know, that'll say a lot for you, for your, for your company and the client will speak for you too. So that's a biggie. Um, and, you know, as far as marketing, on, on on the sell selling part, you know, just sell the jobs as far as selling jobs, man. Is, you got to be confident. That's one thing that I've learned. You have to be confident. You have to, you have to believe in your product. Yeah. Okay. You have to believe in your product. You can't just go up there and they ask you, so you think this is going to be best for this? And you start to, you start to like question yourself. No, don't question yourself. Go in there 100% and believe in your product because at the end, that's that's your product. If you don't believe in your own product, the client will see that and they'll be like, eh, "This, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this." Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Especially Even- if it's a high, if, if it's if it's a big project, you know, like our biggest project last year, I think was close to 50,000. 50, so that that one project for that one client meant the world to them. Yeah. So yeah, I made sure to be there. Mm-hmm. I was there every single time that my guys were there. And anything, any questions that the client had, I told, hey, you have any questions, make sure to let me know. Come to me. If my crew leader doesn't know about it, let me know about it or ask me the question. Um, And, you know, showing the client that you're there and that, you know, you care about what you're doing and what you're doing for them will go a long way. And they'll speak for you, man. And that's that's, that's what I was about to say is you don't know where that you don't know where that client's going to take that. With that, mm-hmm. that experience where they had a good experience with you, you answer their mm-hmm. questions, you did quality work. They might take that and tell 10 other people who want $50,000 exactly. installs. Like Exactly. And that's what's helped us out, you know, throughout this, throughout this journey is the word of mouth. And, you know, because at the end it is your company's reputation, yep. you know, and they'll go on there. They'll go on your, your, 
your and, and give a and drop a positive review on your page on Google or on Facebook and start telling people, hey, so and so did this for me and he did such a great job. Was there throughout the whole process? Walked us through everything, and and man, and and a small town like ours. That means the world. That's what I was going to say. It's not only it's not only a company's reputation, though. It's your reputation yeah. because in a small community like that, people know who you are. Once your company grows like this, like you're branded well, your name is out there. Angel Ramirez is the face of the company. Like it's your reputation that's on the line too. So you need to always make sure to keep that quality control in in, yeah. in check. Yeah, just just uh, just stand out, stand out from the rest. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the competition is always going to be there, but the thing is, what do you have to offer? What what do you have differently? You know, what can you offer that's different from the competition? Um, is and that's right there is what's always been big for me. Uh, and and another sales thing is just man, just commit, make the commitment, and worry about it later, man. Don't, yeah. don't try to figure it out right then and there. Just make the commitment. Tell the client, hey, we're gonna do it. We can do it, and figure it out. Okay, uh, because if you tell a client, that's that's what's really helped me out a lot to grow my business and to offer the services that we, we've offered. You know, I'm not saying that we didn't know what we were doing. My thing is I had to teach my guys throughout the process and mm-hmm. go back and make sure everything was done the right way. Did you ever use subs along the way or have you done everything? Um, I'll be honest. The only sub that we've ever used was concrete um, sidewalks, okay. uh, concrete. We, we subbed about maybe four jobs out last year. Uh, this year we're going to try to take them on. Um, especially, especially if it's just a sidewalk, if it's a driveway, then we'll, we'll sub it out, but everything else we've, we've learned to, you know, just not to sub anything out anymore because yeah. that's money in our pocket. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff. You, you're absolutely right. Well, man, do you have anybody, um, do you have anything you want to leave us with? Uh, yeah, just, uh, go all the way, man. Go all the way. If you're going to commit to something, go all the way. There's always going to be a bump in the road. There's always going to be, you know, the naysayers. There's always going to be a family member is going to tell you, you can't do it. But don't don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Shut all that out. There's always going to be a friend, a family member, a coworker, whatever. Don't listen to that. Go all the way. That's what I always. That's what I believe in, and I'll stick to it to the to the end of end of time. I love it. I love it, man. That's that's a good way to wrap this thing up. We have one. I say I had a one final question earlier. This is my real final question. We always ask this for anyone on our all of our guests on the shows. That's uh, how we kind of wrap things up. So, um, I one final question is is pretty simple. It's what is your why? My why is my future, my family. That's my why. Okay, man. I love it. Short and sweet and simple to the point. That's that's good stuff. Family and uh, you're providing your own future, and that's really cool. It's really cool to see that y'all are y'all are building that future together. The way the way I look at it is, um, I want my I want my 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 family to say, hey, he really made a difference in our future. He really did everything possible to just pave the way. And that's what I want to leave behind. Mic drop. Nothing else to leave there, man. <laughs> I appreciate your time. Tell everybody where we can find you on social media if they want to catch up. You got it, man. You can find us on Rammy's Landscaping on Instagram and on Facebook. You can find us uh, Rammy's Landscaping and Lawn Maintenance. Awesome, buddy. Well, man, I appreciate your time so much. 
Uh, each and every one of you out there listening, thank you all so much for tuning in. It's it's just an honor to be able to come out and uh, try try to put out valuable content and, and help each and every one of you out in any way we can. And bringing on quality guests like this is a way we try to do it. So if you if you are someone who thinks you bring value to the show, reach out. Let me know. If you think you have a guest that you could potentially hook up and, and bring on the show, let me know. I think uh, I love getting other guests on, people that I don't know really outside of my network. Those are, those are always good guests because trying to continue to grow the community and just grow this uh, entrepreneurship journey that a lot of us are on. So just always we're bringing the most value that we can thank you again for tuning in if you would leave us a rating interview those really help us there those five stars and boost us in the algorithms to get out there to a bigger community so we can continue to grow this community one relationship at a time thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll catch up with y'all here on the next episode thanks for tuning in to the growing green landscapes podcast we know you have many other podcast options to choose from and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.